Introducing the new Starbucks Pistachio Cream Cold Brew. Silky Pistachio Cream Cold Foam tops our bold, smooth cold brew for a delicious twist on a favorite winter flavor. Make today a good day. Order ahead on the Starbucks app. And welcome to No Filler, the music podcast dedicated to sharing the often overlooked hidden gems that fill the space between the singles on our favorite records. My name is Travis, with me as always is my brother Quentin, and today we are taking a break from rock and roll, from rock and roll specifically from the 2000s, because that's kind of our wheelhouse, and uh, instead we're talking about another artist from that era but in a different, whole, whole different building. And that artist would be Lossel. Q, are you as excited as I am to take a break, take a breather, and uh, kind of relax and chill with uh, this excellent, excellent ambient electronic music? I'm really excited, man. Um, also, I just got to, I just want to ask you a question. Go ahead. Um, what exactly is a wheelhouse, dude? What is a wheelhouse? I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. I mean, you've heard the saying, right? I, I guess, yeah, but what, what the fuck does that mean? I got Google right here for you. Okay. A wheelhouse is a small enclosed part of a bridge which historically held the ship's steering wheel. Ah, okay. Wow, okay. Cool, dude. I learned something new. There today. you go. So, hey, and you know what? You used that beautifully my friend i mean because really that i mean indie rock from the early 2000s is definitely in our wheelhouse too. yeah and i think we've um that's we we've we've kind of hovered over that era for the last few i mean a couple months now months, really yeah the last few months yeah with especially with our spoon series of of episodes so our spoonathon, which yeah. we're almost done with for now yes yes so we're gonna finish it off in a month with with Gimme Fiction. Um, or no. Not a month. It'll be like two weeks from now. Two weeks from now. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So we decided before we, we do that to uh, to sort of change it up a little bit, mix it up. Um, this is kind of, uh, I think we're going to have a lot of the same discussions that we had on our Tosca episode as far as yeah. um, the repetition that sometimes can happen with electronic music. You know, I mean, this is just a different flavor of it. And yeah, so briefly, and we're going to move along quickly here because our, our clips are quite lengthy. Backtrack to, to Tosca. That's a, a down-tempo band, one of the greats in our opinion. And Lossel kind of falls into that category, but it's not as... 
dancey. I mean, I don't think or, there's you any. Know... There, there's nothing down tempo about Lost Souls music, though. Okay, you're right. Um, but ambient, yeah, electronic music. Yeah, I mean, there are parts of Tosca music that is that is ambient for sure. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, this is like more so than any artist we've covered. This is ambient music, you know. So this is yeah, and another artist that we covered that's in the same vein. Um, would be Tycho, which was our second episode was on on Tycho. Yeah, that's a good call. Um, but yeah, well, uh, yeah. So if you look at, I mean, if you look at those three artists, though, Tycho uh, is certainly more ambient than Tosca, but like flirts with down tempo a little bit, right? Yeah, Tycho has a much more approachable sound, I guess, and Lossel is so. One thing that we said about down-tempo music, and I think this applies to Lossel and this ambient electronic music for sure, um, is that it can easily retreat into the background, but also demands your attention. If you pay attention, it's worth it. It's the same thing like with Tosca. It's all about layers, you know, and it's a very, very subtle, ex- really gradual change in in the song as it progresses. And that's why, if you noticed, our intro clip, uh, which is track three on uh, the album that we're covering today, it's actually the title track um, called First Narrows. We played a pretty lengthy intro clip. I think it ran about 45 seconds or so. Um, you know, things start start to change. So you have to pay attention, um, and you got to be patient with Lossel, you know, for it to pay off. Yeah, I mean, and that's, I mean, that's, that's the thing with, with ambient music, you know. Um, it's, it's meant to be played in the background, you know. It's definitely meant to be, um, you know, sometimes it, it sort of puts you in like this trance, right? Like it's, it's supposed to do that. So yeah. this is, you know, this is the reason you listen to this kind of music is, you know, maybe while you're focusing on something or you're working on something or you're just trying to relax, you know? Yeah. More so than Tosca, more so than Tycho. Um, I'd say this is headphone music, you know? Yeah, sure. Put on some earbuds, throw, throw, your, throw your headphones on, zone out, you know, study, you know, take a walk in, in a park or something. This is perfect for that. Um, so let's, real quick, dive into our What You Heard's for the week. So this is just a way for us to share more music with you every week. Um, this is just music that we've been listening to lately. Uh, a lot of times it ends up kind of falling in, in the same vein as, as the artists that we're covering for the week. Um, just because a lot of times, it, you know, it we just get into that mindset. And I know mine... My pick is is gonna tie in uh, pretty well with Lossel. Um Definitely in that same headspace. Travis, what have you heard this week? We'll start with you. So um, this is certainly not a new artist to me, but I sort of discovered this guy the same time that I discovered Lossel. Um So this artist uh, goes by the name of the site below, and he started in Seattle, Washington, of course. Um, hey now, which is interesting because um, Lossel started in the Pacific Northwest as well. So uh, yeah, dude. So anyway, this guy um, 
His actual name is Rafael Anton Irasari. Probably didn't say that right. Jesus. But, you know. Oh, so this is more than just one person, actually. Um, but it's mainly that, that one guy. Um, but he, so, so these guys can be found on Ghostly International, uh, which Lossel has released one record on Ghostly. Um, I think you're going to hear a lot of similarities between the site below and Lossel once we get into it. Um, but with the site below, he always has this, this like this constant bass drum, uh, bass hit throughout almost all of his tracks. And you'll hear that in this as well. But, um, I would say that site below is, is, is more ambient than Lossel. Like it's more, um, I don't want to use the word drone. I don't like using that word because I feel like it's negative or it has a negative connotation to it, but the site below is more like meditative almost and more, um, kind of puts you in a trance. Whereas Lossel, I feel like he takes more risks, I guess he, he experiments more and like kind of has a more varied sound with his songs. Uh, of course, the site below only came out with two records, so there's not as much material out there. But either way, uh, he's classified as an ambient techno slash shoegaze act, which is interesting. That you shoegaze, know, shoegaze, okay. right? I mean, that's that's wow. where that comes from. But um, he probably gets called techno because maybe because of the the bass drum or whatever. But anyway, let's just play the song. Uh, this is called Dower. And it is off his first record, and I keep saying he. Apparently, there there are more than one artist in this. In this, it's like a collective almost, I guess. But this is from uh, his first studio album called Glider. And again, this track is called Dower.
So yeah, Q, uh, like you said to me while we were listening to that track, it sounds a lot like Lossal, right? Yeah. A lot like Lossal. So, yeah, so this is this is the kind of music we're covering today. Yes, um, exactly. It's, yeah, very repetitive. Um, it's usually, like you said, there's always like a driving beat of some It's kind almost like a heartbeat, songs. you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess like you're saying, especially because it, it doesn't it, it with with Cipolo especially it it's the entire track. Yeah, Lossel not yeah. not necessarily, but and so with with that track that I that I just played, he adds some symbols later on in the track, and you got to hear that. But uh, it starts with that with that bass drum, and that stays the entire time, uh, never changes. You know, when you look at the like when you look at the um, the profile, like if you pull it into like GarageBand or some sort of audio editing software and just look at the like the spikes and stuff, it's just this consistent. It's just super consistent, you know, because he's not doing much, you know. There's no there's no change in the tempo or anything. It's kind of like uh, you know, as we said earlier, like Tosca, where it's about layering. You know what I mean? It's yeah, a lot of yeah. layers, adding adding layers and taking them away, but not necessarily changing the like the base, not not the base, but like the the base layer, you know, like the skeleton of it. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You start with 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 something basic and you just add to it and add to it. Yeah, these songs are always really simple, but again, you know, if you pay attention to it, it's worth it. It really is. So yeah, let's so let's get into what you're um what you've been listening to this week, you. Yeah, so this guy, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> Dude, I made the same mistake as you. Um this is a trio um based out of Michigan. Uh they go by Kiln. And I love I love this band. Um There's something really special about Kiln and and their music. I know you agree with me, man. There's just there, there's nothing there there's no one like Kiln, really. Yeah, I agree with that. Um the, the way that they approach their I mean, yeah, it's hard to even classify them, you know, really. Yeah. Yeah, so the thing with with Kiln and you'll notice this too when we start when we dive into to Lossal here in a little bit. Kiln will take these samples of like, man, it just sounds like something you'll hear you, you would hear in nature. And I'm not talking about birds chirping or, you know, the wind rustling leaves and branches. I'm talking about like bubbly, like, I don't know, man. I don't like boiling water. You know, it's hard to describe. I don't know how else to say it but just to play it. And uh, the thing with Kiln, it's it's very similar in the same vein with the Cipolo and Lossel in that it there's there's always a, a driving beat, but there's just so much going on. And if you happen to have a pair of decent headphones near you, grab them, plug them in, and put them on before I push play here. Um, so this is actually a song from their latest release, which... Um, Speaking of Ghostly International, they have been on on there since 2004. 
Uh, this is a song from an album called Meadow Watt. This is track two. It's called Pine Martin. there's only one word to use and that's delightful (laughs) yeah yeah dude um there's like i said there's just something about the sound that 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 these guys make um it's it's just so unique and it just all their music sounds like this um just that unique like do you know what i mean when i said like that bubbly sound yeah um it's it's hard to to describe or even know how they they do it, but I mean, so so yeah, I'm on the um, the uh, 
the artist page for Kiln on um, Ghostly International. I think this is a good description of them. They described them as master aural architects, uh, and they have been creating full-spectrum sonic landscapes since the early 1990s. So there you go. Yeah. And it, yeah, That's I it, think man. more so than more so than Lossal and more so than than Site Below. Um, I think they do a good job bringing in um, organic instruments into the mix, like the guitar that we heard, yeah, uh, and all that other good stuff. So yeah, I think our what you heard's kind of get us get us into this mindset and, and prepare us for Lossal. Um, so let's dive into them, shall we? So this is. Scott Morgan, and uh, he is from Vancouver, BC. Uh, he lived he's he's lived the majority of his life up there. He's lived his entire life in the Pacific Northwest, and um, he, well, where where do we begin, man? So here is I read this great interview uh, and sort of a profile on him. Uh, from this this um, this website called the Red Bull Music Academy Daily. So this is their blog. Uh, this article is called The Patient Sound World of Lossal, which is a pretty cool way to, to look at it. Um, so this is actually, you know what? This was, I think, I think they, uh, they did this profile on him, but their, the interview is actually um, RBMA Radio, whatever that is. So anyway, uh, they talk about his early days and uh, how he actually started out doing, um, started out in in rock bands, um, and he was a guitar player and a drummer. Um, but he was then sort of like he became really interested in electronic music, uh, like more specifically sound design. And recording practices and whatnot, and so the birth of Lossal, and this is from from him. This is these are this is him telling the story um, from the interview. Uh, he was so he had a friend when he was finishing school um, who had this experimental movie theater that he ran called the Blinding Light, and a group of of him and some of his friends, um, including Scott. Uh, they would curate this um, this monthly uh, show called the Multiplex, which was a he describes it as a very early exploration into video accompanied with music. He said that so he basically says that was the the birthplace of Lossal as a project. Uh, so my guess here is that you know if you're doing these kind of artistic videos the music that you're going to accompany with those videos is probably going to be more like soundtrack ambient type stuff, which is probably where he, where he started. Yeah, or like, or like the, the kind of music that you hear in video games and stuff like that. Yeah. So like, yeah. He, he, so he goes on to describe it. He says, um, I'm just going to quote him. He says the multiplex was really about me recognizing in my circle of friends that people were doing interesting things in their bedrooms or basements with four tracks and with all kinds of weird electronics, even just stringing a guitar in some weird way 
like tuning every string to the same note and hitting it with a stick. There were people naturally experimenting who weren't academic people. These were just friends that I played with in bands. So you can see how that would sort of kind of turn into the type of stuff that he he did with early Lossal uh, recordings, you know. Yeah, and that's uh, that's just like Scott Hansen of Tycho. You know, he just it was right. just a, a thing he did on his laptop to start off. Um, and what so from what I read, the name Lossal comes from uh, this computer program called C Sound, uh, which is a computer programming language also known as a sound compiler, an audio DSL. But uh, lossal is a compound word, um, combining the two words loop and oscillate. So lossal. That's pretty cool. There you go. Okay, so like I said, he was he was influenced early on as far as the idea of like ambient organic sounding music that was made from you know hitting a guitar uh with a with a stick you know using a stick to play your guitar tuning it you know all to the same key and all that kind of stuff so when he started to focus on his own work uh through the the lossal side project that he started uh he said that he wanted to um he wanted to sort of represent or like convey the abstract scientific concept in musical form. Um, he said that he found the language of thermodynamics to be quite evocative, particularly in relation to music. Uh, so yeah, which is interesting, right? I, I mean, yeah, I was gonna say like I don't, I don't know how thermodynamics relates to music at all. So here's a quote. So, okay, let me let me back up. Before we talk about the album that we're talking about, which is First Narrows, I wanted to play a track off of his very first record because I think more so than anything else he did, um, this really showcases like what he was trying to get across with this whole science um, sort of uh, themed kind of like exploration. Um, well, yeah, I, I, dude. I mean, it doesn't showcase it. It is that because this yeah, is you're right. First, this is this is his demo, right? Yeah, this is yeah, exactly. This is the demo this is that his, he sent in, to Cranky. This is the music, you know that that came about from from this inspiration. Yeah. So the name of the the album is called Triple Point, and when you go through the 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 titles on this album, track one, hydrogen; track three, pressure; track eight, conductivity. So like, you know, basically he was taking a sort of an abstract idea like hydrogen and trying to represent it in his music. So anyway, he goes on to say, and and we're going to play this track. He says that pressure, for instance, sounds exactly like a group of beakers bubbling with condensation or fissures in the earth breathing out vapor. So yeah, so... So with that in mind, let's listen to pressure because he just, I mean, we're supposed to hear a group of beakers bubbling with condensation or fissures in the earth breathing out vapor. Let's hear it.
Okay, so, you know, it might not sound exactly like it, but, I mean, it definitely, that's what you, you know, that's sort of the imagery that you might get in your head, you know. It definitely sounds like some sort of, you know, representation of, of science. So, yeah, mission accomplished, right? I think when you get into his later I think music... I think it's a really cool starting point for for like an exploration in creating music, you know. Especially if you're like if you're if you're gonna start making ambient music, like that's actually a really good like exercise, you know. To like like let me yeah. take these ideas and just and make a make a song based off of uh, you know what I think of when I hear or like see or feel like you know hydrogen or you know, vapor or yeah, whatever. These, like, yeah, chemical reactions and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. So, so when you hear that, uh, I think it makes, it makes perfect sense that that's his starting point, you know? So when we start to talk about first Narrows, which I think it's about that time. It is, man. It is about that time, dude. So um, I think we've, so we've painted the picture, I think, pretty well. I uh, think first so. Narrows is... That's his third the album studio. that I really, I was just going to say that's probably, I mean, it's hard. Uh, let's just say this. Sick Bay is my favorite Lossal track, and we're going to play that for you. I don't think First Narrows is my favorite Lossal album as a whole, but Sick Bay is such a, like, I love that song so much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, so I know for sure that First Narrows was the first music of Lossals that I heard. Yes, and this is an album that came out in two thousand four, so this is his third full length album uh, on Cranky. So the name First Narrows uh, actually came from uh, this bridge in uh, Vancouver. It's called the Lionsgate Bridge, but it's also known as First Narrows which actually links Vancouver, like central Vancouver to North Vancouver. And, you know, I feel like when you live, like when you, when you live in a, in an area that's really distinct and and different, um, it really can kind of inspire you as an artist. And I feel like it's definitely the case with Lazel. You know, he, he's lived up in the Pacific Northwest for the majority of his life and I've got this clip here where he kind of describes, you know, influences that he pulls from the surroundings of where he lives when he's making his music. Um, so let's play this clip. This is from an interview, probably done around some, some sometime around 2015 or so uh, on Rocket Radio. Um, yeah, so here it is. I've actually only lived on the on the West Coast of Canada and I do think there's something psychological that you know has with the water and the mountains and uh, the natural environment meeting the industrial environment and being a port city it's very diverse and very I don't know I, I, I mean I don't know anything else because that's where I've always been but it definitely is part of my music and part of my approach yeah so I mean that that makes perfect sense for somebody who has always like tried to incorporate like his like like nature and whatnot into his music, you know. Yeah, uh, like he's influenced by 
you know, where he lives, the materials and whatnot, you know, that he comes across. Yeah, and I love it, man. I love that quote because I'm up here in Seattle, and it's it's almost the same the same kind of thing, dude. It's a port town. You know, you've got your mountains, you've got your industrial areas. It kind of meets in harmony. Uh, there's there's something about about living up here in the Pacific Northwest. Um, really inspirational. There's there's quite a few artists that I've gotten into that that are based up here, where you you can definitely hear that influence in their in their music just just with with the surroundings and and the nature and and the city um yeah so hey let's play sick bass shall we let's do it man so um i think this is you know i was gonna say this is my favorite song on first narrows but honestly our our second pick from this album is probably my favorite um and i won't i won't get into it yet but uh, Sick Bay is the first song on the album, and let's fucking do it. This is going to be a lengthy clip, as they have been on this episode, but it's it's worth it. So so let's let's listen to it. So that song for me, like as soon as it starts, like it immediately like puts 
puts me in this headspace. I don't know really how to describe it, but like, it's just it kind of like envelops you. You know what I mean? Yeah, I. It's it's such a cool starter for for an album. You know? Yeah, what a great what a great start. And it, to the yeah, it like just, I said, it like just, it puts you in that mood immediately. What I like about this song as a like I think it's a great pick for an opening song on an album. Like it doesn't gradually build up to to what it eventually becomes, you know, like most songs in this genre. Like you said, it 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 envelops you straight from the beginning. And it doesn't let go, man. That's the the entire song is like that. It just keeps it just drives through uh, you know, it just it just keeps it's such a subtle build on itself, you know? Right. Um and that's Lossal, man. Uh and I think what's great is is uh, you know, our our other pick for this album is pretty different. Like it's it's really more um delicate. <laughs> you mean delicate, uh, the, our next our next pick? Our next pick, yeah, the next the next song we're gonna share with you from this album is Well let, uh, let me say this, dude. And you got to hear a little bit of this on on Pressure, the the track we played from his first album. He has a lot of tracks that also I would describe as dark ambient music. Yes, you know I mean? especially dude, if you listen to like his later stuff, like like his, yeah. his last album, uh, Monument Builders. Right, Man, there's some dark stuff on. That. I mean, I've always loved the darker flavor of ambient music. I don't, yeah. I don't know why. Um, yeah, I think Lossel does it really well, man. I can't, not off the top of my head, I can't think of anyone else who does it effectively like he does. It, yeah. To where it's it's something that's still approachable and enjoyable to listen to, you know? Right. Yeah. So I think Sick Bay is is more along the lines of. Um, uh, you know, I, I'm going to say what I always say, but um, upbeat. <laughs> I mean, it's not upbeat. I'm not going to say that it's upbeat. It's not upbeat. Man, all but right. You know just, wait until we, just wait until we play play our, our second pick. Okay. Because um, to me, I feel like that one's even more, like, it's more uplifting. It's light. Know? It's lighter. It's, uh, it's. Uh, you talking about sick bay still? Sick bay and brittle. Okay. As far as like, it's not dark. Okay, it's not. Uh, yeah, it doesn't sound like it could be the soundtrack of like a, uh, you know, psychological thriller or something like that. Not even thriller. You know what I'm yeah. talking saying. Yeah. Uh, so let me say something about this record, and you know, I don't know. I, I can't say this about every Lossal record, um, and I don't know if it's because I've been up here in the Pacific Northwest for the last four years, but this music is perfect for like a early morning jog in the fog because it rhymes. <laughs> but, uh, jog in just, the fog. Uh, like jog in the fog, man. Dude, like, I hear you. I don't. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, yeah. It's great for that kind of stuff, man. Just like, yeah. It, you know, and I, it, you know, like when I go out hiking, I don't put earbuds in, man. I enjoy the sounds of nature. Yeah. But if I was going to, I would play Lossal. For sure, or yeah, you know I what, agree. man? If I if I was gonna take a, a leisurely stroll through Seattle, um, or through you know along along the the coast uh, up here, 
this is this is the music for it, man. And yeah, it's, I, I you think know, it's it's, it's um, just it's it's born from from someone who's lived the majority of of his life up here, you know, up up in Vancouver. I get it, and I, I feel like it it helps that I like I said. I mean, I feel like I'm just like trying to fucking brag that I live up here because I I love living up here so much. Um, yeah, but yeah, dude, I totally get it. Dude, yeah, I, I hear you, man. Uh, this is like, I feel like Lossal is really good music for, um, you know, if you need to clear your head or uh, you're just, you're you're working on something uh, that maybe you need to focus on. Like, this is great, great uh, music for somebody like me who, who programs all day at a computer. Um, yeah. You know, it's just, it's good, it's just great music for, for, um, like you said, dude. Like, like if you if you imagine, like a lot of times when you take a walk or, or you're you're hiking or whatever, like you are. A lot of times you're alone with your thoughts if you're by yourself, right? It's there's nothing better, man. There's nothing yeah. better. And this is the kind of, of of music that, to me, gives me the same uh, feeling uh, when I listen to it as like taking a stroll uh, alone with my thoughts. Like it's the same kind of feeling, you know. I th- yeah, dude. I think what you want, what you're trying to say is taking a jog in the fog. Yeah, taking a jog in the fog, uh, <laughs> metaphorically or literally, like you know, this is the kind of this is the soundtrack for that, you know. So yeah, let's yeah. go into our next clip. Um, well, real, before before we get into this last one, uh, I've got a few quotes from him that I that I wanted to make sure that that we that we got to, um, kind of involving his uh approach to composing um stuff like that like his overall process i think this is kind of cool and if you're a musician especially if you're one someone who creates you know sample and loop based music i think you'll appreciate this so he says so this is an interview from this website called headphonecommute.com I don't know much else about the website, but I love the name. That and I cool feel name. like Lossal is in, <laughs> you know, if Headphone Commute only covers artists that you would listen to with some headphones on, you know, Lossal's the king of that, I feel like. Yeah. Um, so this was a an article called In the Studio with Lossal, and it came out in, in May of 2014. Uh, you know, they were asking him what is what is overall process is for 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 composition um and he says i can often sit and listen to loops for hours it's a weird meditative state of composing that i really enjoy uh and he says sometimes similar to performing live i just do this in a very improvisational way other times i tackle it like post-production on a film and surgically add or remove stuff until it sounds right. So he'll just take a loop that he's made and just listen to it for hours and just kind of zone in on it and then see what happens from there. And another thing I thought was cool, they ask him, after the piece is complete, how do you audition the results? I thought that was kind of a cool way to, hmm. to yeah, that's ask that. Yeah. And he says, when I'm working on new material, 
I find it really important to take the works in progress out of the studio. He says, I'll bounce out temporary mixes, transfer them to my phone, and go for a walk or ride my bike to a nearby park and sit and listen out of the usual context. This helps change my focus from being in that editor state of mind to being a listener. I thought that was really cool. And I, I, I totally get it, man. And I'm like, I'm not like bragging or anything because this isn't impressive. But, you know, and you do this too. We've made mixtapes in, 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 our, in our pastime for New Dust, our, our defunct music blog. And I totally get it. Like when you're piecing together mixtapes and, and stuff, and, you know, trying to get these songs to kind of flow together, it does help to, you know, throw your current mix on as an MP3, play it in your car or, yeah, throw some headphones on and, and, and play it on, on a walk, you know, through the park or whatever. It kind of helps you, helps change your mindset. Uh, and I, I, yeah, I thought it was cool that, that that's his approach as well. Um, so let's listen to Brittle, which is track six. So this is a pretty short album. There's only seven songs in there. Most of them are around, you know, six to eight minutes. They're, they're all pretty lengthy. Uh, so this is the second to last track on the album. And, uh, again, this is probably my favorite song on the album there's just something about it um let's play it
you know what I'm saying? With like when I say it's like uplifting. Yeah. Um, yes. I mean, it's very. There's like, almost like a there's mel- a light like there's, at the end of the tunnel kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's it's it's uh, inspirational almost. Yeah. Uh, like it's something that I that like that I'll notice with myself as I'm listening to the song as it starts out and as it builds you get he adds you know that that uh, I think you, you call it a click track or um, yeah he, he's adding something it's it's another piece of uh, percussion or whatever uh-huh. you know and then like I'll notice that I'm starting to actually kind of move with the song you know what I mean like you don't necessarily start uh, at least I, I don't start with at that with the song, like, right. But as it goes on, he starts to add more of the stuff. He starts to bring in all of these, um, percussion hits and whatnot. Like I start yeah. to actually kind of groove with it a little bit. Like he, like yeah. it, it's, it builds like, you know what I mean? There's like some momentum with this song. Yeah. Even and I think though, this... it, even though it's, it, you know, again, the tempo never changes. Um, right. It's that, the same really skeleton not... underneath it. And then he just adds on it and it's got this momentum going. It's, it's layers and layers, you know? Right. And this is a prime example of what we've been trying to, you know, like, like, like the one thing that, that you need to know if you're going to start listening to down tempo or ambient electronic music, it's worth paying attention to because th- like, think about it. If, if, Say you're you're hanging out at a friend's house and they've you know they've got their playlist on shuffle, and you've and this song pops up, but you know you're all deep in conversation or something. You're not really paying attention to the music in the background. You're probably not even going to notice this song until that click track comes in. You know, if you're not paying attention, sure. Right, right, but but it's just like it's it's worth the journey that that he takes you on. Yeah, but uh, you know, really, this, this like I said earlier, this music is meant for meditation in a way, or yeah. it's meant for like you like you shouldn't be distracted while you're listening to this music. You know what I mean? Like this is the kind of right. music you want to put on if you're working, if you're walking, like you said earlier. Like you need to yeah. be alone with this music to really appreciate it. You know? Yeah, to throw a collar and leash on your dog, take him on a walk. And, yeah, and press play. Yeah, and that's that's to me. If you're a music lover, then sometimes there's like there's nothing better than being alone with your music. You know, where it's just you and you're and you're you're you can concentrate on it. You're fully right there with the artist. You know, as they throw in the the symbol hit or whatever, and you can appreciate that they did that. You know. And you yeah. know that they they that they did it for the for for that exact reason, you know, to make you notice it. And uh, Lossel has always been like the perfect artist for that for me, because of how uh, like intimate the music is, you know. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Um, yeah. it's a, it, this is a great album. It's a, it's a good example of of kind of what what Lossel brings to the table, and. Yeah. That's gonna do it for us today, man. Uh, we only covered a couple songs, but we we gave you a pretty good idea of, of kind of what Will also can do with 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 his songs. Well, yeah, I mean, I think we you know we played three really we played three songs of his 
So you got to hear kind of what, what he started out doing. And I think uh, when you consider that he started trying to make these um, sort of abstract representations of like these broad scientific uh, and, and like physics based ideas uh, and then you know that that's kind of like how he cut his teeth in ambient music and then you listen to what he was doing on First Narrows uh, you know it, it follows like perfectly you know yeah yeah. So I think yeah I think we did a th- hopefully we did a good job introducing you to Lossel if you've never heard him um, or just maybe introducing you to the idea of like how enjoyable ambient music can be ambient electronic music you know there's probably yes. a lot of people out there that that you know maybe don't ever stumble upon this kind of thing you know I think I think I heard Lossel uh, I think I heard Sigbay for the first time on Pandora. Who knows what artist radio I was listening to, but um, I think that's how I came upon him. Yeah, dude, Pandora seemed to to introduce us to a lot of artists. You know, that we and, love. and it's funny because I I stopped using Pandora years ago. I Basically, think it's still a thing, dude. I'm pretty sure. Oh, it's still it a absolutely thing. is. Yeah, but I I don't use it anymore because. Basically, either, Spotify man. came to town, and that was the end of it for me. Like, yeah, and Spotify has its version of of what Pandora does. You just, you know, right. you can play exactly radio. So, same, unfortunately, same. you know, there's this phrase that my old boss used to say. Uh, he's like, oh, you gotta, you gotta dance with the girl that you brought to the to the prom or whatever." But the point I'm trying to make is like, what? Okay. <laughs> Pandora is the Chuck, right? You're talking about Chuck. Yeah, Chuck, right? Uh, Pandora is is the girl that I brought to the prom, but I'm over here dancing with Spotify. You know? Okay. You you feel me? What I'm saying is like Pandora, like you just said, introduced me to so many different great musicians, but like the the prettier girl showed up, and that would be Spotify. Got it. I can't I can't not use Spotify. Spotify, you, you just can't beat it. You know? And yeah, if I can't right. immediately and you know go and listen to an album all the way through that 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 piques my interest, you know that's where Pandora loses for me. Yeah, because you can't stream full albums. Because I can't, I can't. Yeah, I can't dive deeper, and that's what I'm all. You know, that's what this whole podcast is all about, dude. Deep dives, you know. Yep. Hey, and hey. So anyway. Speaking of diving deeper, if you enjoyed Lossel's tunes, check out our. Episodes on Tycho and Tosca, kind of in the same vein. We 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 mentioned them earlier. Tycho was our second full length episode. Uh, we covered his album Dive, and then on episode four we covered Tosca's album Suzuki. So, if you enjoyed what you heard today, dive back. You know, j- jump back into some of our older episodes. Listen to those episodes and and listen to the sidetracks that 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 go along with them. Um, we kind of cover cover the same same kind of music. Um, so that's going to do it for us today. And as always, you can find everything that you could possibly want and more on our website, nofillerpodcast dot com. There we've got our show notes. We've got links to. Um, our SoundCloud player. You can, you can actually stream our episodes through SoundCloud directly on our website. Uh, our show notes dive a little bit deeper as well. 
we've got links to any of the articles or interviews that that we uh, pull our material from for each episode. You can click a link and subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, you can also listen to us on pretty much any app, including Stitcher, um, that streams podcasts. We should be up on there. And I don't know what our sidetrack's going to be for, for Lossal Dude. We haven't figured that out yet. But uh, uh, there's so there's a lot of there's a lot of ambient electronic artists that I listen to. So I mean, I could I could definitely come up with something good. Yeah, yeah, we'll find something cool and interesting. Um, so check back next week. We'll have our sidetrack episode for Lossal up. And uh, in our next full length episode, we're gonna finish up our Spoonathon, our Spoonfest. We're gonna cover their fourth studio album, Gimme Fiction, and that's that'll wrap wrap up our our spoonathon for now i'm sure we're going to cover some more other stuff later on but until then why don't you take a deep dive yourself listen to some of our older episodes comment subscribe let us know what you think tell us how we can improve we always want to hear from you um and again that's going to do it for us today travis i believe you've got the outro lined up for us today yes what you got so scott morgan aka lossel if we didn't make that clear enough was a guitar player and drummer he played for rock bands back before he he became lossel right so he mentioned that he was into math rock at the time which hey you know what if you want to hear some more math rock go listen to our fools episode uh, where we where we kind of get into the history of math rock and, and, and what it is and whatnot. Anyway, uh, one of the bands that he mentioned as not only a math rock band that he was into, but also uh, sort of an influence on his, the way he influenced on experimental music, I guess, uh, is this group called Gastro Del Sol. Uh, and he was kind of interested in the way that um, they would sort of interweave guitar and piano. And, you know, there would be a song where there would be a 20-minute, like, drum, really experimental drum percussion thing thrown at the end of a song. So anyway, this is a math rock group, but I would say they're definitely more experimental than they are math rock. I chose a song from them that was more math rock than experimental just because, you know, we love math rock around here. Yeah, anyway, this is called The Season Reverse, and it is on their 1998 album Camo Fleur. I don't know why we always have to excuse you. albums and, and artists that with, with hard names <laughs> to pronounce, but here we are. So again, this is called The Seasons Reverse by a math rock group from the 90s called Gaster Del Sol. Uh, That'll do it for us this week. Uh, Again, my name is Travis, and you are Quentin. That's my name. (laughs) You never let me say it myself, do you? (laughs) (laughs) You're Quentin. My name is Quentin. All right, we'll uh, talk at you guys next week.
recording you. It's a microphone. It's a glass off. Oh, oh, what time? Mom, it's off. This? What? It's a microphone. I'm recording you blowing off uh. firecrackers. Is it okay? Um, is it okay if I record you setting off the firecrackers? I don't know what time it is. Sorry. What is gong? I'm sorry? What is gong? No, no, just go. Huh? Keep, keep blowing them up. Angleterre, you are. English. I only speak English. I'm sorry. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.